0: Two KG sports minds have created a podcast to answer one very important question. What's the spread? Now, here are your boys, Brad Thomas and Miles Markowitz. ESPN College Game Day is going to be live from Orlando, Florida. Words I wasn't sure I was ever going to be able to say. The craziest my thing, lifetime. Miles,
1: is, is they're not coming here for a Florida Gators game or an FSU game or a Miami game, but they're coming here for a UCF Knights
0: game. And it kind of shows the state of football programs in the state of Florida right now. You got Florida, Florida State, Miami all having what you could call down years, maybe not Florida, but how about UCF is the one that's getting game day?
1: Miles, I'm so excited for this. to think that two weeks ago, we were going to jump on a bus Friday night, drive all night, stay up all night and day to go to game day to only have game day come here two weeks later.
0: So exciting stuff there. We're going to get into that here in a bit. But let's go ahead and recap last week, which we were really on a hot streak, Brad. Uh, Like the last three weeks, we were hitting around 60% of our games. We were due for this week. We were definitely due for this week. But here's the thing. Disclaimer in college, right? Let's start with the Alabama <laughs> game because the lines for the Bama and Clemson game moved dramatically by game time, what I think was pretty dramatic. Yes. Because uh, we had Bama at minus 25, so we both took Bama. They ended up winning 24-0. to so, and if two hadn't
1: come out of the game, they would have won that 35-0. to zero.
0: Yeah, so we're going to have but, – but, hey, we we stick to the lines we talk about yes, on the absolutely. podcast. I believe by game time, I think you got it at 23?
1: Got it at 23.
0: So, lost for both of us, uh, but, but at, if you bet that at game time, it was a win. Another one in the same scenario, Clemson. Minus 20.5 is what we talked about it at. Almost got the win. Yes, they win the game twenty-seven to seven. A loss for both of us, but I believe that was nineteen at game I time. I got it at nineteen <laughs> exactly. So uh, if you wrote us there uh, at game time, you got the win. And then onto our wins: Ohio State Buckeyes twenty-six to six victory at Michigan State. First they were covering six games. Yeah. Uh, wow. Uh, minus four. So and exactly what we said, they finally got a manageable line. Yeah. Uh, which was a tough game. Very interesting. You know, I, I, I got to say, it was probably one of it was one of the weirdest Ohio State games uh, that I've ever watched. Um, Drew Chrisman, our punter, uh, getting player of the game. Yeah. <laughs> pinning them inside the uh, 10-yard line six times. That was amazing. In that game, which was just really fun to watch. Uh, a win for both of us. And then just uh, the easiest cover of the weekend, Georgia. Auburn was no match for the Bulldogs. Uh, they win the game 27-10. 14-point underdogs in that game, so we'll take the win. NFL is where we really struggled. Uh, we agreed in all the games. We were 1-3 overall. The easy win was Saints minus 5.5 at Cincinnati. 51-14. to 14. I yes. don't even think Cincinnati got off the bus.
1: Cincinnati was overwhelmed. That defense, Cam Jordan is a, is a beast. Drew Drew Brees is playing at an all-time level. And no, A.J. Green, you called it. Without A.J. Green, the Bengals lost. are a totally different Completely team. Completely lost. I think um, Tyler Boyd had under 60 yards this
0: game. Right. And, and so, Joe Mixon
1: was bottled up as well. Yeah.
0: And it goes to show you Boyd has a very specific uh, job to do on the team, yes. uh, but he needs Green there to take the attention away from him. Absolutely. Uh, he's not a number one guy. Great number two. Uh, okay, and then we had some losses here. The Rams were minus 10 at home against the Seahawks. How about Seattle coming in there and uh, just about beating the LA Rams? It yep. was
1: 36-31. A couple tough weeks for the Rams here. So,
0: so we'll, we'll take a loss there. Uh, I'll take a loss any day on Kansas City. They didn't cover minus 17, but no way in hell I was going to put my money on Arizona. No, not a chance. And you know, that was an
1: almost cover for us. Uh, towards the end of the game, Arizona called some good plays, got in the end zone.
0: David Johnson finally showed up.
1: David Johnson showed up so, big time, 38 fantasy points.
0: Yeah, we were waiting Massive. for that. And then the red hot Atlanta Falcons coming into Atlanta. Oh
1: my four and a half God. point
0: favorites, and the Browns take it to them. So that loss is just... Uh,
1: that's an anomaly. Let's yeah, an anomaly. call it what it is. Uh,
0: but we'll we'll take the one and three because uh, we we're uh, were we going to get back on track here this week. But without further ado, let's get into the games. Can't wait to talk about it. Number 24, Cincinnati Bearcats at the number 11 UCF Knights. The Knights are seven and a half point favorites in what will be the 8 o'clock p.m. ABC primetime matchup. I can't talk about it enough. I can't. Because I'm so excited. I can't
1: wait. Like, listen, I'm not even going out Friday night so I could be... Rested, That's exactly what refreshed. I said. I want to be
0: 100% when I wake up on Saturday. Yes,
1: I'm going to go. Nothing planned oh on Friday. Oh my God. Miles, we have a great matchup here between yes, Cincinnati and UCF. We, do. we have a stout defense and an elite offense versus each other. And honestly, We've been duped a couple times by going against the team who has game day this season. Like if we're going to go back and look at Washington State game, Washington State should have never won that game. But I think the game day experience powered that team to win. And when I I looked at this game, Miles, there were a couple of things here that really made me want to put my money on Cincinnati. But there are things here that really – I just can't ignore. UCF has college game day.
0: With you, that upon looking at the stats, and I think that Cincinnati is going to be a very popular pick yes. because of the large spread. You wouldn't
1: be surprised if the line goes down.
0: I wouldn't either. Uh, Cincinnati, I think, is for real. Their defense is certainly for real. Seventh
1: in the country, yeah.
0: Inside the top 15 in the country in total yards, passing yards, rushing yards, and points a lot per game, they're no joke. Kirk Herbstreit said at best that this game is just a great showcase for the American Conference. Yes. This right here, I think, is a really great example of not just what the conference represents this year, but what they represent overall uh, in their place in college football. Like you said, we have a very disciplined team in Cincinnati coming in here, very well coached, great on defense. They run the hell out of the ball with Michael Warren. And then you've got a team uh, unlike any other in the country, UCF, this offense. And this is why I'm picking UCF. Tell me because why. I'm not going to go against. Well, first of all, I would feel awful going against UCF and getting game day. And you getting you imagine? Game day. So I, 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 just can't do it. But this offense under Mackenzie Milton runs like no other offense that I've seen this year. Yes, no other. That includes the top teams in the country.
1: You know what's great about their offense too? Even the games where their defense is allowing a lot of points, their offense is still scoring enough points to cover. Like uh, right. look at the look at the ECU game when they're at ECU. Defense is playing with their terrible with their backup quarterback. Still cover. The very next game, same scenario, cover. Even the Temple game. Temple game, they, they couldn't stop Temple anybody. Temple couldn't keep up. Temple yeah. just couldn't keep up. And, and I Temple's
0: don't, got a pretty good defense, too.
1: Yes, I don't think Cincinnati can score enough points to make this worth me putting my money on seven and a half. I think this is going to be a double-digit win for UCF. Especially, Miles, tickets sold out on
0: Wednesday. Yeah. When's the last time that's happened for a UCF game? And the game day effect will be vital here because that stadium will make a difference. They will be the 12th man, particularly because it's the Cincinnati offense. That's going to be the difference. Can they perform? Can Can they 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 show up? up? Uh, Can they make the plays on third down? And Third down long here, right? So the Cincinnati defense, I think will be able to force UCF into third and long plays that they have not been in this season. But my my, my man, Mackenzie Milton, can make the plays. Absolutely. And he will, either with his feet or with his arm. It doesn't worry me. But that will be a challenge for UCF because they're going to see things defensively that they have not seen this year. But going back to last year, when they were challenged defensively by auburn they had because they're so well coached they didn't really have an issue and
1: because mckenzie Milton plays with that chill work himself into the game mode that he has i think that's not going to be a problem here but there's two trends that really stand out to me cincinnati is 1 in 6 in their last 7 games against teams with winning records and ucf is 4 and 1 against the spread in the last 5 at home i'm i'm just looking at this like you look at the ucf home games over the past two seasons yeah great turnouts but but not not, not amazing
0: it'll be nothing like this, this will
1: be nothing this will be this will be insane absolutely insane i know it's not a massive stadium but cincinnati bearcats better be ready because the ucf mafia is going to be out in full force
0: i think ucf is one of the best college football experiences in the country i said that last year after the usf game i'm standing by it this is their chance to show the world yes how special this prime is
1: time my god
0: All right, UCF minus seven and a half. Uh, What do we got next?
1: Next, we got the number 12 Syracuse Orange Man, the number three Notre Dame fighting Irish. Notre Dame is laying nine and a half points in this matchup, Miles, and I think back to Syracuse versus Clemson, and that was too many. I think nine and a half points is just far too many points in this game.
0: I think especially for this game. Yes. Which you could argue is the game of the week. They're playing in Yankee Stadium. This is awesome. They're playing outdoors. It's going to be cold as hell. Yankee Stadium, uh, Syracuse, has their best ranking since Donovan McNabb yep. uh, was under center in the 90s. They're going to be excited for this game. I think nine and a half is a little uh, is a little bit too many points just because I think Syracuse offers a different challenge that Notre Dame has not seen this year in quarterback Eric Dungy.
1: Yes, I don't think Notre Dame's played. I don't want really to use the word
0: elite. Um, a dual threat. A, a dual threat uh, quarterback. I'm going to say dual threat here. An athletic quarterback. Yes, The ability to make plays not just with the arm but with the legs, and he's proven it. Um,
1: Rita Staley, do you have it? Yeah, he's phenomenal. Just
0: his rushing, 690 yards on the ground, 12 rushing touchdowns to go along with 14 touchdowns through the air and only five interceptions. Uh, So, I think that because they're going to face something different here, I like Syracuse plus nine. I like Syracuse.
1: Syracuse failed to get to their failed to get to their uh, five wins in a row, which which that's something they haven't done since like 1995. But I think that even if Notre Dame wins, nine and a half points is just way too many. Ian Book's not hundred percent. I don't think if this game goes into Wimbush's hands, Wimbush will be able to keep up offensively.
0: Regardless of the fact can score.
1: Yes, regardless of the fact Wimbush came in and threw for what three touchdowns, two interceptions last game, but he failed to throw for over two hundred yards. Wimbush is not the answer. So they better hope Ian Bush is one hundred percent. And the problem with a, a rib injury is it nags. So he's going to have a nagging rib injury against a very, very good offense.
0: And the Orange are uh, quietly in the top 10 in the country in points per game, 44.4 4. 4 points per game.
1: When when I saw that, Miles, I was kind of
0: taken aback. I was like, I know this is a great offense, but where have I been? And, uh, the, you know, uh, you can say what you want about the Syracuse defense, but they're aggressive. They, they rank top 10 in the country in sacks at 33, uh, and they're also uh, 6 in interceptions with 14.
1: Miles, I, st- some of these trends are just so outlandish, but this is one that I thought was kind of funny. Syracuse is 9-1-1 against
0: the spread in their last 11 following a straight-up win. So that means they they know how to ride the wins. At least covering the wins. All right, Syracuse plus 9.5. We're also in agreement there. Uh, Next, we're going to move over to a great game in the Big 12. Yes. Number 16, Iowa State. Number 15, Texas. Texas, 2.5-point favorites at home. What makes this game so great is because they're both fighting for a spot in the Big 12 championship game. This is an elimination game. Yes. Two teams that have had great seasons, uh, high aspirations, who do you got?
1: Miles, so I went back and forth on this. So this might have been my 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 fault here when I was uh, analyzing this game. I didn't look at the spread. So what I did was I built, I picked my winner. I picked my winner to be Texas. Texas is winning the game. And I was like, how much is Texas gonna win this game by? And I think Texas will win the game by three points. I go to look at the spread, and I'm like, oh my God, it's two and a half. Every single part of me wanted to take Iowa State. Iowa State, 5-1 their last six games. 6-1 six against the spread their last seven games on the road. 4-2 against the spread their last six road games versus Texas. But the next thing I'm about to say is going to be the biggest downgrade, the biggest reason why I'm picking Texas. David Montgomery has to sit out the first half in this game, and he is their lightning. He is their thunder. He makes that offense move.
0: And David Montgomery being suspended for the first half, I think, is probably the biggest storyline in this game. Yes. For me, I think that Iowa State has the ability, though, to keep it close until halftime, until he comes back in the second half. I think they're going to be too much for Texas. You think so? So I've got Iowa State plus two and a half. I think that Iowa State, over the last two years, has one of the greatest stories in college football. What Matt Campbell is doing with this program is special. And I think Texas is reeling a little bit. They've lost two out of three. Uh, but give a little break on that. That They were
1: playing a lot better West Virginia team than this Iowa State team, in my opinion.
0: Well, how about Iowa State being West Virginia's only loss? Yes. You know why? It's because I feel like Iowa State, more than other teams in the Big 12, their defense can control the pace a little bit better. I mean, we saw that against Oklahoma. Look at what Oklahoma's offense is doing. And Iowa State only lost that game 37-27 early in the season. I thought uh, it was a fluke. Uh, turns out it wasn't.
1: Do you want a little more confidence in your bet? I'm just going to downgrade mine a little bit in the last six games against the spread in November at home, Texas is 05 and one. That is jump off the page scary, but I, I just think that Texas is going to win the game. And I didn't think that two and a half points was a big enough gap for me to put my money on Iowa state. So I went to Texas side, but don't be surprised if we see a, a, a very close grudge match. And yet. I think it's a coin flip. Yes.
0: I think that either way, I think, uh, your, your bets looking pretty good. Uh, Longhorns, too, on defense, uh, as I said, losing two out of three games, uh, they're at, they're giving up an average of 38 points per game, which is uh, almost double what they were allowing um, in the first half of the season. So I'm going to put my money on Iowa State. And you know what? I'm pulling for them. I hope the Cyclones make it to the Big 12 title game. That'd be crazy. It'd be a lot of fun.
1: Miles, uh, this next game I know we're not going to talk about real quick. I just wanted to say one thing about it. We have San Diego State, boo, versus Fresno State, minus 12 and a half, we the, don't even want to talk about well, it. well,
0: I just want to say the reason I picked this game is because not a lot on the slate this weekend, but this game is actually a huge game uh, in, in the uh, West Division, in the <laughs> Mountain West Conference. Both teams still fighting for a spot. That's why I picked it.
1: All right. So t- who's your money on?
0: <laughs> okay. So, I actually already uh, put my bet in to San Diego State plus 12 and a half. They've been competitive all season. The Aztecs have played eight straight games decided by eight points or fewer. They've been competitive in every... And also... Uh, I had them as one of my super dogs. I had them upsetting Boise State earlier in the season. They go on the road in the blue turf uh, with their uh, running gun style, beat Boise State 19-13. to Not saying they're going to win the game, but I think there's no way that Fresno State covers the 12.5-point spread.
1: Cool. I love disagreeing with you. Um, Fresno State is 1-6 against the spread in their last seven games against San Diego State. That is all I have to say. I am going with Fresno State. That is the only bet that I put in for Saturday, and that's probably going to be the only bet I put in for Saturday because – you said you didn't you didn't really care we want to talk about it, so I'm gonna watch this stupid game just because of you. Oh, wait, I'm not gonna watch this game. Yeah, yeah, I am.
0: Are you sure about t- that? Tell
1: it, isn't it? 10 30.
0: Oh yeah, it's gonna be a late game.
1: Yeah, I think it's a 10 30 game. All right. Cool. Let's move over to the NFL miles. What we got first?
0: Yes. Okay, so this game was originally supposed to be in Mexico City. Chiefs, Rams. Okay, so the Rams are three and a half point favorites. As of right now, overall. And keep in mind, I kind of uh, did what you did for the Texas game. I didn't look at the spread first. First, I just kind of looked at my analysis of both teams. I'm just a bigger fan of what the Chiefs are doing right now uh, and the way that they're playing. So, then I go to look at the spread. I see that that they're getting three and a half points in this game. I'm going all the way with the Chiefs plus three and a half, especially after what Seattle was able to do coming into L.A. and covering the spread last week. That's my opening thought.
1: This is amazing. This never happens on the podcast where we disagree with so many games. Every part of me wants to root for the Chiefs. Three and a half points is a lot of points. Rams haven't been covering. Rams are 1-6 against the spread in their last seven games. They're 2-5-1 and one against the spread in their last eight home games. But you guys got to realize that these are double-digit spreads that they have to cover. Kansas City had an eight-point spread that they had to get – that the hump that they had to get against the Patriots at when the Patriots were at home. Patriots covered. I think the Rams are going to do a lot of the same. I just think we're just going to go against – Two really good offenses. I now it's up to whose defense is a little bit better. Kansas City's defense was playing at a high level until their last game, and granted, they only allowed fourteen points, but it's fourteen points to the Cardinals at home. I'm going with LA Rams but here. Here's the thing:
0: LA's defense didn't give up thirty-one to Seattle last week at home.
1: Yes, listen, we are not going to sit here and compare. No. Well, Arizona's offense to Seattle's offense especially Russell Wilson in his last well, the last four time. games he's played has thrown at least two touchdowns I think the last three he's thrown three yeah, touchdowns I would, I would never sit here okay. and compare those offenses okay. that's what I thought you were I'm saying I'm just
0: saying that it's not like the Rams defense is playing lights out no right I'm
1: here. saying there's just a better defense overall in my opinion another week and they
0: have proven that this year they have proven to be a better defense overall yes all right.
1: Statistically, they're not too far apart, but I just think the Rams have do a better job controlling the game defensively than the Chiefs do. And and, and part of that is just because the defense doesn't know they don't have to play is tough because that offense can score at will. I feel like every time the Chiefs have the ball, I'm expecting a score.
0: I just, every time that Mahomes has been turned to to answer the call this year, he has. Except versus the Patriots. Well, but, it's, but even then, I would argue that he did answer the call. No, and think, they didn't get the win, but he kept up with Tom Brady on a Sunday night in New England. But didn't cover it. So... so I'll still say that he answered the call. Okay, fair. All right, what do we got next?
1: Uh, Next game is a game I'm really excited to talk about because the Minnesota Vikings at the Chicago Bears, the Minnesota Vikings are the dog. They're getting two points here. You know what? I was thinking about this, man. Before the season, if you would have... Throw this game on the slate, and you looked at the the expected spread. I would said have been like a seven and a half point spread in well, favor sure. of the Vikings. We didn't know what we had. with Vikings them. are terrible defensively after last year
0: being such a great defensive unit. The Bears are amazing at defense, and they are a high powered offense. The Bears are actually, I am going to admit, they are turning into one of my favorite teams to watch. My God. Because they've just been a franchise that has such great and loyal fans. Yes. Great stadium. This is going to be Sunday night football in the bitter cold at Soldier Field. Oh, my God. This this, this is what Bears fans have been waiting for. This is one of their biggest games in years. And I got to say, Mitch Trubisky is proving to be the real deal. How about my boy from uh, Memphis, Anthony Miller, Anthony is Miller. turning it up in the passing game. They had like game.
1: 128 yards and yeah. what, two
0: touchdowns last game? Tariq Cohen and Jordan Howard are proving to be one of the most dynamic backfields in the NFL. You got Khalil Mack leading the defense.
1: Yep. Eddie Jackson. I think he's leading the league
0: in interceptions. Roll Tide. (laughs) Got to give it to the uh, Cincinnati. Got to give it to the Chicago front office for putting a great team together. Yes. I thought they were a couple years away, um, but I'm riding the Bears train here. Bears minus two. I don't think that's a lot to cover here. I think Kirk Cousins is going to struggle.
1: My God. Someone's going to have a great week. Someone's going to have a terrible week because I'm going Minnesota Vikings. Getting two points. I don't care that it's on the road. I don't care. It's a cold game.
0: Sunday night football. I just think the Vikings
1: coming off off the bye. Get Stephon Diggs a little bit more healthy. Latavius Murray is another – not Latavius Murray, excuse me. Dalvin Cook's another week healthier. I think this Vikings team still has a lot of work to do before they enter the playoffs. I don't know if it's just the Kirk Cousins effect because Kirk Cousins never really was an elite winner. In Washington, now no. he's coming to to Minnesota. He found ways to win games. Yeah, Minnesota is pretty much the same. But I look at Minnesota's losses. What have they lost? Two games this season, um, two or three. They lost to, yeah, they lost to some great teams. They lost to the Saints. They lost to well, Bills, nice to Bills. Nice to Bills, and they <laughs> lost to that. the Rams. I don't think this is a Bills situation here. Kirk Cousins had what five turnovers in that game? That's not going to happen in this game. I, I know Khalil Mack's amazing, but I just think that. They're gonna find a way to get the job done, and this is a turning point for the for the Viking seasons. Because if they lose this game, not saying that the the Bears are at all any better than 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 than, than they're talked about. They're, they're a great team, but this is a turning point for their season because this will tell you if you can compete against a high level defense, you have the opportunity, you have the skill set, and you have the team that can make a serious Super Bowl run, serious Super Bowl push. But if they do not win this game. Not saying they're out of it, but they really need to put their heads together and start thinking about what do they need to accomplish? What check what check marks are they not hitting? Because this should be a winnable game.
0: The other problem, though, uh, with your pick here is that the Bears are just so much better at home than they are on the road.
1: Yes, everything is telling me I should not yeah. pick up.
0: Starting with Mitch Trubisky's quarterback rating, 24 points higher at Soldier Field. which Young quarterback just,
1: effect right there.
0: Yeah. Uh, Eye-popping. And then also, the Bears actually lead the league in net yards per play at home. And a lot of that has to do with the breakout season that Tariq Cohen is having in the passing yes. game. Yes. He's been phenomenal. Also, a 4-1 and one against a spread record at Soldier Field this year. Uh, to me, though, another coin flip. Yes. It's only it's only a two-point spread for a reason. All right, next uh, we got the Philadelphia Eagles, the New Orleans Saints. The Saints are minus nine at home. No way in hell am I putting money on
1: a team that's three and six against the spread, two and six against the spread in their last eight.
0: After what happened on Sunday night football against the Cowboys' offense, Who's are you kidding me? Off
1: a loss Who's going to gonna the put Cowboys? their money on the
0: Eagles here? I don't care that they're getting nine points.
1: Five and zero against the spread in their last five games in the Saints. They're seven and two against the spread this season. Drew Brees is playing lights out. What did I say before? I think Drew Brees is having one of those kind of years where you just see him in the play, you see him in the Super Bowl, and you're like, duh. Record breaking year. It seems like every single game he's breaking some kind of record. On top of that, Miles he got he's got Kamara Ingram, Thomas. They're all playing at a high level offensively, and we got the league leader Cam Jordan in sacks.
0: The Eagles also ranking twenty third against the pass here heading into Week Eleven.
1: They're gonna the get lit Jibers up.
0: Just put up fifty one points against Cincinnati in Cincinnati. The Saints are also seven zero against the spread in their last seven games. So not only Light are they up. winning these ball games, they're covering. All right, what are we ending with here?
1: Miles, the last game on our slate here. This one is a weird one for me to uh, to analyze here. We got the Tennessee Titans at the Indianapolis Colts. Colts are a one-and-a-half-point favorite.
0: I can see why. I can see why they're the favorite because I think the Colts are showing signs of improvement. But the problem is is that I feel like they're doing that against the, bo- the teams in the bottom of the barrel of the league. Yes. The Titans are playing some lights-out football right now.
1: They're a great defensive unit. Their offense looked like it came alive yesterday. They're six and two in their last eight games against the spread. Miles, the beginning of the season, I put what was it? I put place two fifty dollars bets that the Titans would win seven and a half or more games. A couple weeks in the season, I'm like, this sucks. But now they're it looks like it they're around. turning around. But that's all they are is a five hundred team. I do like them to cover in this game, though. Uh, Andrew Luck's having a phenomenal season. I, I have to. I have to admit, two two thousand four hundred seventy two yards, twenty six touchdowns, nine interceptions. Great. But I just think the Tennessee defense is too much for this Indianapolis offense.
0: A hundred percent. And especially after what they've done in the last two weeks to the yes. Dallas Cowboys offense and then to Tom Brady and the Patriots offense. They figured it out. I'm putting my money on the Titans plus one and a half, and I don't think that there's much argument. You
1: know what a great thing about uh, that a lot of people don't notice. There's puzzle pieces to every single defense. Woodyard being healthy in these last two games has made that defense great. Yeah, I don't think there's a question. Move, let's move over to the section where you are leading me still the longest span that you've been leading me but I'm not mad at that because I had a really long span where I was leading you it spanned over an entire season (laughs) we're gonna talk about the super dogs Uh, I'm sitting at 45 points Miles is sitting at 46 Miles give us a rundown of what happened last week
0: All right, so we both uh, had another great call on the dogs by the way so one thing we do have in common is that we're getting uh, not only uh, covering the spread with our dogs but we're getting straight up wins Northwestern plus 10 over Iowa Uh, so we both got 5 points for that one uh, where you went wrong here. You had Oregon plus five over Utah. Oregon is so bad on the road. They were playing a backup quarterback and a backup running back and still lost. Utah wins by seven. Uh, Then you had a great call here. Temple plus five and a half over Houston. They get the win 59-49, so that was two points for you. Seven total, where I got my other two points. I covered in both of my picks. South Carolina plus six over Florida. Should have won that game. Should have won the game. They had a three-score lead there. Florida made a huge comeback, win the game 35-31. And then how about, uh, I was just hoping for a cover here, and that happened. North Carolina that, plus that 10. That was
1: a, a pretty even game. It was like Duke would pull ahead, North Carolina would come back. Duke would pull ahead, North Carolina would come back.
0: So with two weeks remaining, I still have a one-point lead, 46-45 uh, to 45 here. Brad, go ahead and give me your picks for this week.
1: Miles, the first one, I'm going to go against what I believe in. I think this offense is horrible. But I'm going to pick um, Wisconsin over Purdue.
0: All right, cool. So uh, that's a four and a half point spread, I believe.
1: Yeah, four four points. I think it's on there. Um, four, you got the yeah. four, okay. And that's then the fine. next one we're gonna do. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go uh, Wake Forest at home over Pitt seven points. Wake Forest got awful, but Pitt's not that good on the road. That was that was a reach. If you don't, no, yeah, yeah, that's what we call. I got that. Um, My next one. What is this? Oklahoma State versus uh, West Virginia. I think.
0: Yeah, (laughs) what you're gonna take Oklahoma State plus five and a half at home? Why? What did you? West Virginia's our darlings. I know, but did you not see the slate of games? I had to pick things where I could at least get close to you. All right, cool. All right, I'm just gonna extend my lead then. All right, I got three different games for you. Oh lord. Friday night. SMU at home, plus 7.5 over Memphis. SMU is still fighting for a spot in the American Conference Championship game, and they're playing some pretty good football right now. Like that one. On Saturday, we have Ole Miss, plus 3.5 over Vanderbilt. I think it's a toss-up. Both teams have been mediocre. Vanderbilt's at home, so Ole Miss is on the road. And then finally... Message you about this game, beginning of the year, Virginia Tech and Miami was supposed to be one of the games (laughs) of the year.
1: I almost picked this game. Turns
0: out that nobody's watching it, but I'm taking Virginia Tech at home, plus six, over Miami. That
1: was almost my third game, but I was like, which game would I rather? rather Somebody is finally going to have some
0: separation uh, with two weeks to go here in the dogs. It's
1: time for me. Well, uh, Miles, do you want to go to the top 25, or there's not much change?
0: Let's do, uh, I just want to, I just have a couple thoughts here. Okay. First of all, the top 10 doesn't change which tells me that LSU actually has a legitimate shot to get into the college football playoffs. Yes. And The problem that I have with that is that I feel like LSU w- might get in over a Washington State, a West Virginia, or an Ohio State. Yes. Well, that concerns me.
1: Well, well, let's look at it this way. Ohio State if they beat if they beat Michigan and win the Big 10, there's no way LSU gets in over them unless Georgia loses twice.
0: Right, but how about a Washington State team that beats possibly an unranked Team in the Pac-12 championship game. Yeah, you know you know what I'm saying. Yeah, in that scenario, I could see the committee putting LSU in over Washington I State. I could too. I
1: mean, honestly, look at look those at Cougars. LSU. They lost the f- number thirteen Florida, number one Alabama. But I, you know my stance. They shouldn't be in the top ten because they got shut out at home. But right, big wins. And versus yeah, and you Georgia. were very vehement the about that. The last more week. Georgia climbs, Mississippi State. If they keep climbing. They fell, but you know what I mean. And
0: an, a, another thing here uh, with the quality wins, no team has more than two quality wins now in the top twenty-five. So two wins against a current top twenty-five uh, team, and you know, you know what the, the shame is for UCF is that this is going to be a, a good win, but then Cincinnati won't be ranked anymore yeah, if they beat them.
1: It'd be unfortunate.
0: And that's kind of where the dynamics of the Power Five conferences come into play. I also thought it was really cool that they have Boise State and Utah State.
1: Dude, Utah there? State is phenomenal. They're a 28 They are destroying. point favorite. They're going to win this game this weekend by 45
0: or more. They're just putting up 70 on guys. Uh, and then my boys, Northwestern, finally get in there uh, at number 22. Uh, they're going to be in Indianapolis for the Big Ten Championship game. Not good for the Big how, Ten, like, can we take a but second, good for them.
1: Miles, can we take a second to look how difficult Mississippi State's schedule was this year? Their only losses were to Kentucky, Florida, LSU, Alabama. Three of those are in the top 15.
0: Yeah. And I will say that they have had a really tough schedule. That sucks. They've done pretty well, but yeah,
1: really, defense is good, offense is trash.
0: Yeah. Moving forward, I would not be surprised if Notre Dame gets upset this weekend, not and at all. if that happens, then the door is wide open
1: as a for Bama anybody fan, to get in. As a Bama fan, I hope Notre Dame gets knocked off because that means we're in no matter what.
0: Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. In that scenario, it it, it increases the, ch- the likelihood that two SEC teams get in. Yes. But either way, I think two SEC teams get in if Georgia beats Alabama in the title game.
1: I think so, too. But I hope that's what happen. We're, we're hosting a, an Alabama SEC championship game at my house, which you're cordially invited to now. Oh, thank you. Yes. I'm honored. Miles, I love talking sports with you, as always. Guys, be sure to check out our website. It's whatsthespread.net. Check us out on Twitter. It's Spread underscore that won't be there for long. We're still trying to get rights to what's the to spread, but it is what it is. Drop us a
0: line. Look for us on game day.
1: We'll be out there. I'm, hopefully I have a sign. I don't even care if I make it on TV. I'm just going like to carry it around.
0: And take the time to watch the game on Saturday night. Yes. It's going to be a lot going of fun. to
1: be a phenomenal game. Thank you guys so much for listening. Take care.